Hi, this is Emma and Logan. Welcome to another episode of Empowered by Choice. Today we're going to be talking about change because it is very surprising, I think, to all of us just how dramatically the world has changed in the past couple of weeks. Yes, and change it has. It reminds me of this episode that I watched a long time ago um, in Grey's Anatomy. The title of the episode was With You, I'm Born Again. Aww, and, yeah. with you, I'm born again. <laughs> and the quote goes something like this, change is the only constant in science. It's the way that people try not to change that is unnatural. The way that we insist on believing, despite every scientific indication that anything in this lifetime is permanent. And I think that this is a beautiful example to bring into this conversation right now, because whether we want to or not, people are being forced to change, change everything, change their way of being, change the way that they work, change the way that they exist as a family, change literally any plans they may have mm. had for the next few months. Yeah. Yeah, and then the quote goes on to talk about, so instead of if we can release our grip on control and we can flow with it, that that way of being is going to deliver us to the calm waters of living our life and our experience. So it's like entering into that flow of life rather than fighting against the river, you know? Just as like the, the stick analogy, if there's a stick and it's stuck in the river and the water's rushing by it, but it's really stuck down into the to the earth. The water is really force, having to force itself around the stick and, and it's fighting back against the river. But if the stick just lifts up from the ground and it floats on the surface, the water will easily carry it to that big, large, calm water. So I think that that's a beautiful picture, visual to bring into this experience as well. Of literally going with the flow. Yeah. I am reminded of the fabulous book, Who Moved My Cheese by Dr. Spencer Johnson. Uh, I do highly recommend reading it. It's a short book. A brief summary from me now is there's some mice. They're in a maze. Uh, they eat cheese. It's great. Somebody delivers the cheese every day. It's delicious cheese. One day the mice wake up and there's no cheese. The cheese is gone. Who has moved my cheese? Uh, so some of the mice pop on sneakers because, you know, mice wear sneakers and they go off looking for new cheese. Off they go out to, to find the new cheese. Um, some mice get left behind and they're like, well, not get left behind. They choose to stay behind. And they're like, oh, my God, the cheese. Where is my cheese? There used to be cheese here. Oh, my God. Do you remember when there was cheese here? It was so good when there was cheese here. But now the cheese is gone. And I think this is a really, really good analogy, a really simple analogy for showing how a lot of us deal with change. Because as we've just said, the rules have changed dramatically. Nobody really knows what the new rules are. And this is, an, in fact, an amazing opportunity to invent the rules because we're playing on a whole new new game board at the moment. And there are a lot of businesses who, who are rolling with it, who are choosing to pivot, change their offerings slightly um, or dramatically to move into a new way of being, to, to go after the cheese rather than sitting and lamenting that the previous cheese has gone, no more cheese. Yeah, and do you think that that's the difference between sometimes between successful business owners and unsuccessful businesses? Uh, yeah, I do. I think the ones that that pivot and change, you know, look at look at Apple, they've pivoted and changed like constantly with the times and look at Kodak, who have who? not. <laughs> <laughs> 
who perhaps have have not been not been so good at at rolling with the change as as the game has changed as the rules have changed as the cheese has moved yeah exactly and i think it's a really good example even for you know not only business owners but just for people in general to be able to sit back and revisit their normal there's like that you know that quote out there that's like you know in a in a a time where we will eventually be moving back to a place where we are allowed to go out again and we are allowed to return back to work and it's a really good time for us to visit what what parts of our normal life are worth going back to which parts of our normal life do we do we actually value yeah what what is really truly important to us because there's there's a lot of enjoyable things about this whole experience like my my grandpa lived through a, a depression where he had to eat pigeons and he lived through a war where there were there were bombs going off and me i'm i'm living through like a, a similar global change but I'm doing it in my jammies and I don't have to eat pigeons yeah yeah like the quote that was you know it was saying that our grandparents were be were ordered to go to war and we've been ordered to stay at home and sit on the couch we can definitely do this right and it's not to say that we're we're discounting the very real suffering that is happening in the world right now and yes people are dying and there is a lot of grief uh, out there right now and that's definitely valid like where they're at in that hurting and that suffering is valid but what I think Em and I are trying to do is just to remind people that there is always a blessing in the current situation right and I think we're creating a lot of our own suffering by not so much being here and now because right here and now I'm I'm in my jammies um, and I've got nice food to eat. And I find a lot of my distress personally comes from when I start slipping into an imagined future. So myself and other people, we are not sitting with what is and just being with, you know, the situation, which, you know, not ideal in some ways, but awesome in other ways. We're actually in an imagined future where we have no toilet paper or we have run out of food or we are dying alone or we are. And we've put ourselves into that future where we're alone in a hospital bed or our parent is alone in a hospital bed or people that we love have died. And what we're doing is actually putting our nervous system into that state. So our nervous system is living through it as if it's real because our nervous system can't tell the difference between a, a thought about something that, that is our reality and an imagined thought. And so we're putting a lot of stress onto our system, which isn't great for our immunity and, and it's our general unnecessary. health. It's unnecessary stress. You know what I mean? Like if you actually take yourself back to this current current place in time, sitting on your couch with your jammies, with your loved ones, being healthy and safe. I mean, that's the reality that you want to live inside of, not this other imagined reality. Or alone. I, I just did. Or my, alone. I just did fourteen days in in isolation, <laughs> completely on my own, and it was actually really nice. I, I planted some vegetables, and for me, it it reminds me of a movie. Um, and all you need to know about the movie is 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 the title. So the movie is actually about a girl living a normal life, and suddenly her country is invaded and and undergoes a war. And the title of the movie is this is my life now and this is our life now and trying to want it to be different or arguing against it is is kind of futile there's a, a wonderful author called byron katie who talks about this a bit yes yeah, she talks about you know living inside of is this is this true 
and asking yourself those questions in those scenarios. So, you know, when you're inside of that thought about worry or about anxiety or whatever it is, um, you know, that you might run out of something or that you might get sick, it's about stopping in that moment and being like, is this true? And if the answer is no, well, what in that moment, what is true? And is, is it in fact your, your thoughts about the scenario that is actually causing you distress rather than the scenario itself? A wonderful Shakespeare quote is, you know, nothing is good or bad, only thinking makes it so. And I think in this situation we have the opportunity to either create something really magical for ourselves. Uh, there's a lot of good things coming out of this. There's, you know, no cruise ships out on the ocean. Mm. There's no airplanes in the sky. There's a lot less traffic. We're polluting a lot less. Um, and we're, we're being given the opportunity to connect with ourselves in a different way and hopefully, I guess, tap into our own inner world rather than being so reliant on the, the outer world. Yeah, and if you even look about like how many people are connecting with Mother Nature again and seeing the wildlife return to areas that they haven't been in years because of the pollution that's decreased. Like the dolphins returning back to the canals. Like how amazing is that? How amazing would it be to live in those places and watch that happen? And I think those things are the little miracles that maybe we're not concentrating on. Like you really need to take a balanced view of everything that's happening. Yes, there is death and destruction and, and these bad things but they are equally balanced by a lot of magical things literally every day there's a spectacular sunrise and a spectacular sunset there are flowers coming into blossom every day there is the sun on your face there's the grass under your feet there is the fact that you are here now living and breathing you're able to wear jammies and you don't have to eat pigeons <laughs> yeah it's all about a choice when it really comes down to is seeing that there's a choice in every moment which aspect of life you decide to look at you know the light or the dark you can look at the positive or the negative they're both valid and they're both present and i it's it is a choice because my normal life is performing on cruise ships not so much right now uh then when i'm not on cruise ships i teach yoga not so much right now. And then I've also got some investment properties. And unfortunately, my tenants have just gotten in touch to say that they've lost their jobs and can no longer pay their rent. And mine has have as Yours, well. You're in yeah. the same situation. And I think it's really, it's easy to go like, oh my God, what am I going to do? This is terrible. Or, hey, look, we've got an opportunity to provide accommodation to someone who is probably way more stressed mm -hmm. than us right now, like fearing that they would be kicked out of their, their home. Um, and they're in a lot of financial distress. And I think here we have the capacity to actually help people right now by, by providing accommodation and things like we have roofs over our heads. We have enough food to eat. I just planted some potatoes. I planted heaps. <laughs> you guys can all have and some. Toby, Toby has been working. You know what I mean? Like for now we're, we're really lucky that our partners have been able to work. And, and so it really just makes us look at what are the things in our life? Can we be grateful for? Like my, my husband works for the military and works for the government. So his job is very secure and very stable. And I'm very grateful for that. And I can, like you said, I'm now in a position to be able to help someone that can't help themselves or maybe can't help their family right now. Like my tenants have very small children. His wife isn't working and they just had a baby two months ago. So even, you know, being able to help a family with young children like that, that actually, it makes me feel really good that there are you know, there are people in the world that can help people that are maybe not in a good place. And I think it's so easy to slip 
into well it's easy to slip either way isn't it there isn't it there's there's two wolves inside of you one is the wolf of peace good calm gentle living and the other one is of you know anger fear distress distrust and they're fighting and which one will win the fight yeah and you can easily see it in lots of people right the one you feed yeah yeah sorry the the one you feed i left that open for you i know i know i missed it Ah. sorry But yeah, it, and it is, it is a choice. It, it really is a conscious choice choosing how you, how you look at a scenario. And I think we can really be guided by how we feel. So if we're feeling at peace and calm and happy, we're moving in the right direction. And when we're feeling fear, distrust, paranoia, anger, maybe that's a clue that, that it's time to stop heading down whatever thought path you've wandered down on. And maybe it's time to go and look at the sunlight on a tree or something to change your state. I think that's where our personal practice becomes most important. Yeah. And our community. I mean, we can reach out to the people in our lives that we know do lift us up. Those people, those, those people of the light, you know, the people that raise our vibrations just by having a conversation with them. Yes, exactly. The people who will bring you back towards the light and not let you slip down into feeling sorry for yourself, feeling a bit like a victim or feeling angry or frustrated at the circumstances. And I think we can also do this for ourselves through practices like Mm -hmm. meditation, prayer, yoga, whatever that might look like for you. Yeah, I was just going to say personal practice really can look like reaching out to a loved one or a support person or your personal practice can be studying yoga, studying meditation, sitting down on your mat, maybe even just visiting your your altar, that space in your house that really brings you to that place of calm stillness. For me, playing with some angel cards or honestly, even putting on a happy song and dancing around a little bit really helps shift my energy. So I think it's really about noticing how we're feeling. And if we're feeling down into those kind of lower vibration kind of planes, doing something to shift the vibration slightly, whether that is meditation, calling someone, dancing, taking a walk in nature, baking, baking, singing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of really great things that I think. And I think when people think about their personal practice, they think about, oh, I have to sit down and I have to do 60 minutes of yoga on my mat and I have to do this and it has to look a certain way. But really when it comes down to it, like Emma was saying, is that it can look like anything. And you you know it's the right thing because it shifts your energy yeah. slightly. It gets you out of that like, you know, that stuckness or that, um, what do they call it? Getting stuck in a rut. So that rut feeling, you know? Yeah, so you just want to try and notice and and pull yourself out of that and surround yourself by people who won't let you dig deeper into the rut. Who yeah. <laughs> will be like, hey, maybe come and let's, I don't know, yeah, have like, a Zoom conversation or, or meditate or dance well, around a little bit. Well, let's give them the example in Bali. So Emma and I were actually both in Bali at the time that all of this started to really come to a peak, right? And And we could feel the collective fear starting to rise and we could feel like, you know, ourselves getting a bit angry anxious about getting home and a little bit of worry in there that our families were with us and what if we got stuck in Bali and you know what we did we went out and we bought two tongue drums oh my gosh we did too (laughs) and we sat and played like meditation music for a little while and then we ordered some nice food (laughs) yeah because that we knew that music play 
and good food as well as company was what was going to be lifting lifting us up in that moment right absolutely and your your sangha your tribe the people who have chosen to walk the same path as you are so important to you right now yeah. so and maybe you can't meet with them in person but you can give them a call Absolutely. A Zoom meeting, a quick phone conversation, even a quick text yeah. just to or check in. Or you can just in. drive to their house and wave from the window. <laughs> no, we're staying home. <laughs> yeah, but that's just, you know, that's what we really wanted to to share with people is that, you know, there's always something there that you can access that will help you raise your vibration right now. And so... Tapping and, in. And remembering that this is your life now. This yeah. this is normal now. This and is the new normal. This is well and truly out of your control. Yeah. And Byron Katie says, you know, I lose when I argue with reality, but only 100% of the time. <laughs> so I think rather than arguing with the way things are, because they are the way they are, accepting them and then trying to shift within yourself, trying to see really notice how you're feeling like are you feeling good is there something you can do to help yourself feel a little better in this moment because honestly your your health your immune system your internal environment your mental health yes your physical mental and emotional health yes. that's what i wanted to say yeah. perfect those three things are your number one priority right now yeah. and and the other things can really fall away and this is an opportunity to focus on those things and that's finding the blessing in the current situation is literally look at what they have provided us with all of the time that we need to spend with ourselves at home working on ourselves and our health there's that great quote that says you know uh, I can't remember who it was by. Maybe you can remind me. But where you you know humans spend all of their time working and their health suffers, and then they trade all of the money that they got from working oh, in true. order to recover their health. I'm not I can't remember who it was by, but it's a perfect example of of what we're being offered up now is the chance and the opportunity to do things in that reverse order, right? Work on our health now, and and then also still work, of course. <laughs> but, but we in do a different we, way. But yeah, Logan and I both teach meditation, and more often than not, the excuse that people give as to why they didn't mm. or couldn't meditate today is because they didn't have time. Guess yeah. what? <laughs> You've definitely got time now. They recommend you meditate for an hour today, an hour a day, unless you don't have time, in which case <laughs> you do 20 minutes. And if you don't have time for 20 minutes, then you definitely do an hour. <laughs> <laughs> and so right now, all, all we really have is time. And we've really been granted this, this chance to, to actually tap in and sit with ourselves. There are a lot of online resources, places that can teach you to meditate and sit with yourself. Yeah. Because that's often what we're trying to avoid, you know, wh whether it's by working or with our devices or yeah. with food with alcohol with sex with relationships we're often just trying to avoid sitting with ourselves mm -hmm. because sometimes those uncomfortable feelings are uncomfortable yeah and here we have the opportunity to actually be with ourselves and maybe through being with ourselves we learn that being with ourselves ain't so bad it's not so bad <laughs> what else is really beautiful about that is that you know I've, i often hear people say that you know they'll go and do something in a maybe a large collective group with a teacher that they really want to do something with but they just didn't feel like it was a safe environment for them to really let go and surrender and what I've had a few people say to me is that now that they're doing this work at home 
and they're doing it with with the teachers that they really resonate with because a lot of teachers are available online now they're they're being able to access deeper um maybe deeper places than they were before because not only are they at in in their home in their safest place but they're doing it with the teachers that resonate with them and i'm like man that's another huge blessing in dis- in you know i'm not not going to say disguise but it's a huge blessing about this time is that like emma was saying all these available res- resources online now are from you know amazing teachers that maybe you wanted to work with for years but you've never had a chance to go and do their workshop across the country now they're offering it online and you can do it from the safety of your own home how beautiful is that it's fabulous and there are incredible resources out there Deepak Chopra is putting out messages every day on Instagram Eckhart Tolle is doing the same thing there is always help available to you out there you just need to be willing to to look for it get up put your sneakers on go and find some new cheese yeah but we hope you guys are doing great and we love you all Thank you.